You're listening to Confidently Beautiful with Sierra, a podcast to help you stay confidently beautiful because we all have confidence inside us. We just need to bring it out, and I'm here to show you how. Body image, dreams, parenting style, personality, and more. Here we cover it all. Get ready to stay confidently beautiful. Welcome back to another episode. I'm so happy you're here listening and I hope that you are having a beautiful start to your day or end of your day or middle of your day, whatever time of day it is that you're listening to this. Thank you for joining me. Today, we are going to talk about confident with your social media use. We had an awesome interview last week with Jacqueline, who is the mom of the sweetest little boy with Down syndrome. And I think she had a lot of words of wisdom to share with us moms, um, even us moms who don't have a child that has special needs or Down syndrome. Uh, But I think just advice to moms in general of just everyone is doing their best that we can. Everyone is being moms to you know, hard kids, whatever, whatever it is. Kids are just kids. And I think she had a wealth of knowledge to share with us. So if you haven't listened to that episode, go back to episode 11 and take a listen. Today, we're going to talk about being confident with your social media use. We're going to talk about seven ways social media can be toxic to your confidence. And then I have some pointers on how we can help to keep these reasons away from knocking down our confidence and to keep us feeling confident about ourselves. The first one is that saying that we probably have all heard, if you don't post, it didn't happen. How many of you have heard that? (laughs) I know I have even been guilty of saying that kind of in a teasing way, but I think there was also probably a little bit of truth to it. There's this pressure that you feel like you need to post everything. And if you don't post, then it didn't happen in your life and you need documentation that it happened. When in reality, just the memories that we have with of the event or the pictures that we took of the event are just enough um, to prove that it happened. We don't have to prove anything on social media. But I think that that is a common thought that comes in a lot of people's minds um, is that if I didn't post, it didn't happen. My pointer to try and help to not let this thought damage your confidence is to post the things that you really want to post about. And it's totally okay if you don't. If you don't want to post your kid's first day of school, it's okay. I know everyone else is, but it's okay if you don't want to. If you do want to, that's great. Go ahead and post it. If you don't want to post that you went to California for spring break, that's okay. You don't need to post it. But if you do, then that's great too. I think it goes both ways. If you want to post about it, I think that's awesome, and I think you should be able to. But I think that thinking, if I don't post this, then it's like saying that it never happened. I think that can be really damaging to our confidence and also can rob some joy that we can receive from just enjoying the moment of whatever it is that happened. I think this can also go with maybe negative things in our life. I know that social media can be tricky because it's often referred to as a highlight reel and it's just people posting the highlights of their life or posting just the really good things that are happening and almost making their lives seem like a perfect fairy tale when in reality it maybe isn't. It could be perceived as fake. I think that this, if you don't post it didn't happen, can also go to maybe the negative things in our life. Maybe your husband lost his job and um, you've been struggling or maybe you had a miscarriage, or maybe there was a death in your family or a death of a a close friend, and maybe you don't want to post about that. And I think that that's okay. I think that there's sometimes a pressure to post because we have to be so real and authentic that we feel like, well, if I don't post this and I'm only posting the happy things, then it's like I'm adding to this toxic 
social media world. And I think that 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 thought process can be really damaging and maybe not super helpful um, for you if you are going through a hard thing. But then on the flip side, I um, actually, I, for the most part, I think I've posted about all of my miscarriages. And for me, it's very, very therapeutic. And I like to think that maybe I can be helping somebody. Every time I have posted, I've had somebody reach out and thank me for posting and sharing my story because it tell, it helps them to not feel so alone in it. So I think that on the flip side, it could go both ways. It, like You don't need to feel like if I don't post, it didn't happen. But then also you can feel like, well, you can post whatever it is that you want to. So in a nutshell, post the things you really want to, but it's okay if you don't want to post it. Post in the moment. This can be super toxic to your confidence, and I think it can also rob a lot of your joy. Instead of posting right in the moment of an event or a trip, maybe try waiting a little bit. Post when you get home from your event or maybe post when you get home for your trip or you're on the airplane home. It's totally okay to post in the moment. I know that there's a lot of times that I do post in the moment and I like to do this um, because sometimes I know I have family that knows that I'm on a trip and they want to be following along with my adventures. And it's just fun to post and have them kind of experience my my trip with me. Um, but then there's also times that I just want to post it just because I'm having so much fun and I just like everyone needs to see how beautiful this place is or everyone needs to see this adorable thing that my kids are doing. <laughs> and I think that that's okay too because I think that social media, it should be somewhere where we can get on and we can see happy things and we can see things that are bringing people joy in their lives. And so whether if people want to post it right away, then I think that's awesome. But I just it's the pressure of feeling like we need to post in the moment. I think that that can be super damaging to confidence and that it's totally okay if you post even a week after it happened. There's a lot of times that I do that. I didn't even post my kids back to school pictures, I think, until we were probably four weeks into school because that first four weeks was really, really rough for me and for my daughter for um, a lot of things that were happening with school. And then also just for me, as I was entering this new season of life, she's my first one going into kindergarten. And it actually really was really hard for me. And so I didn't post until she had been in school for, I think, about four weeks. And I think that that is okay. I had to tell myself because I was like, everyone else is posting their there are back to school pictures and I'm not posting mine. And I just had to tell myself, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that I'm not posting in the moment. I can post whenever I want, or I could never post. I almost didn't post, but then I wanted to have that documentation. And so I did end up posting. And I think that um, that's really important to remember so that you don't have that kind of weighing down on you and that unnecessary weight weighing down on you. But then going right along with that, my third thing is to post to prove a point or to please others. I think that this can be very damaging. Like I said with the kindergarten picture, I didn't need to post the kindergarten picture or the preschool picture of my kids going back to school. Um, But having that thought of like, well, everyone else is posting theirs. I need to post mine. I think that can be really damaging to our confidence. For a minute, I like let it get in my head like, People are going to, this is going to sound silly as I say it out loud. I realize that. But people are going to think that I am like not a good mom because I'm not posting my kids going back to school or they're going to think whatever it is. I had weird thoughts going in my head and I had to tell myself, that is so dumb, Sierra. That is so dumb. Like our social media posting has nothing to do with my quality as a parent. Has nothing to do with that. (laughs) 
And and it sounds so stupid as I say it out loud, but those are honestly some thoughts that can sometimes go through our heads when we're feeling like we need to post something to prove a point or to please others or to get those likes or those comments. So I think that can be very damaging on our confidence. So make sure that when you are posting, just take a second and just sit back and say, why am I posting this? Am I posting this for me? Or am I posting this to prove a point to someone? Or am I posting this to make somebody happy that I'm posting it? Well, why am I doing this? And if it's truly for you, then go ahead and post it. I think that's great. My fourth thing is to constantly check who has liked or commented your post. Who is guilty of this? <laughs> I know I have done this in the past and it's it's so it, it's such a waste of time. It's a waste of your energy. It, t- it takes away from moments that you could be enjoying actual life happening and not looking at who is looking on your social media account. So I, what I try to do with myself is I will post something and I try not to go back and check it for at least 24 hours. I'm not always perfect at this, but I really do. I try and get on. I try and make my post. And then I try not to go back and look at the comments for 24 hours. I honestly don't look through the likes very often anymore. Don't stop liking my pictures if you want to, <laughs> but I don't look through the likes to see, oh, who who liked this? Who? And then taking offense if maybe they didn't like it. There's no reason to do that. Um, so I, I really don't look through the likes, um, but I do read the comments and I do try and reply to the comments, but I do try and wait 24 hours just so it's not damaging my confidence thinking, oh, why isn't anyone liking or commenting on my picture? Because we are all guilty of those thoughts coming through our head at one point in our lives. At certain points in our life, maybe we've been better at it than others. Um, but I think everyone could, could admit that they have had some sort of those thoughts coming through their mind. So if you can tell yourself to wait 24 hours before going back and looking at your post, I think that can be very helpful for your confidence. The fifth thing is I need to see it now. So for me, I would find myself picking up my phone to call somebody or to text somebody, or maybe I did need to check something in one of my apps or something like that. And then I would see all these notifications. And so then I was like, in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, somebody sent me a notification on Instagram, or I have a message on Facebook, I need to check that. And I would find myself forgetting why I picked up my phone in the first place, because I get so distracted by all the notifications. <laughs> like, And so um, for me, I turn my notifications off. I actually just recently turned them back on. And I don't know why I did that. I need to go back and turn them back off. Um, because it's so distracting for me to see it. Even if I have a lot of self-discipline and I can tell myself, I'll check that later, it's still lingering in my mind that I have an unread message or I have 10 notifications on my Facebook and I'm wondering what it is. And so even if it's just subconsciously in my mind, I can notice it makes a big difference on my productivity during the day and just like distracts me. It just takes away some of my brain power. <laughs> and, I, and I need all the brain power I can get. So, so I can't have any of that taken away from me. Turn off your notifications if this is a problem for you. And then another thing that is a tip that I actually am really considering doing myself, it's really hard with my business that I run because everything is 
done from my phone pretty much <laughs> with my unique makeup and skincare business. And then even with this podcast, a, a lot of what I do is on my phone. Um, but I'm considering just moving all of my social media apps over to my iPad and deleting them from my phone. And so then when I want to sit down and I want to either look at social media for work purposes or for just for personal pleasure, then I can get on an iPad to do it. And I think this would also help with um, going back to posting in the moment. Um, I think it would also help if I didn't have Instagram on my phone, then maybe I wouldn't post right away if the moment was happening because I don't have Instagram on my phone. So I have to wait until I get home to my iPad and then I can post on my iPad. And so maybe try that if you're feeling like the I need to see it now is being really damaging to your thought process throughout the day. I know it can also be really draining on my emotions. Um, I, it can hypen up my anxiety for no reason. Um, and it can also sometimes distract me and just kind of put me in a funk. So try that if that's something hard for you, that's hard for you. If you don't have an iPad, maybe just to say, I'm only going to get on on my computer or something like that and just delete the apps from your phone completely. And then another one that I have is um, don't get caught scrolling. I get used, I'm a lot better now. I really actually can honestly say I'm probably not on social media very often. I should probably like, I know my phone has like my stats of like all my time on my certain how much time I spend on each app. I should go and look because I think it would be really interesting to see because this is something that I have been working really hard on is to not get caught scrolling. So like I said, I do get on social media a lot for my business and um, I used to find that I would just scroll and scroll and scroll thinking, oh, I'm being so productive. I'm doing my social media for my business and then like half an hour would go by and I haven't done anything <laughs> for my business, but I've been on Instagram for 30 minutes. And I'm like, what am I even doing with my time? And it's because I'm just scrolling or I'm just flipping through stories and I'm I'm just caught in that scroll. So I have started to set a timer. And so if I do want to get on an app, then I can set a timer and say, okay, I'm going to only be on this app for 20 minutes and I'm just going to be here for 20 minutes whether and sometimes it's just like I just want a break from the world for a second so I'm just (laughs) going to scroll and look at funny videos on um, like funny reels or something like that and um, I can just set a timer for 20 minutes and then when the timer goes off then I put my phone away and I'm done Um, or I can set a timer for 20 minutes and say okay I'm going to work for the next 20 minutes on social media and I have a list of things that I want to do on my social media for my business and I am very specific about what I'm doing. So if I want to go to a certain person's profile to reach out to them and talk to them or to see what they're, they've been up to in their life, then I don't just scroll through the feed, but I actually type in that person's name and I go to their profile. I look at their stories and I um, I can go, scroll through and see if they've had any posts recently or I can just direct directly message them from their profile so that I'm not caught scrolling and being distracted by all the other cool things that are on <laughs> on my feed or the pointless things that are on my feed. And I've also found that this is really helpful because you have probably noticed just like I have that I feel like Facebook in particular, but now even Instagram is just becoming like this advertisement place. And so I, I see sponsored posts and ads all the time. And that's not what I got on social media for. And so I have found that if I just go to a specific profile, then I am taking out that time of, of sifting through all the sponsored ads and, and everything that I actually don't 
super care about. Every once in a while, there is one that's interesting to me and and helpful that it was on my feed. But for the most part, I just want to be able to get to what I want to do and to get off. So like Malia Johnson, she's somebody that I follow on Instagram. It's the Malia show. She's all about sharing like how to live the best life at a financial like, but but still being financially smart and um, to use your money in smart ways and ways that make you happy and stuff. And anyways, she's great. And so I love her stories, especially that coming into this time of year, we're heading into Christmas. And I love all of the tips that she shares um, with how to save money for your for your kids for Christmas and all of those things. So for, for her, I like to just go specifically to her profile. I open up her stories because that's usually where she is, is in her stories. And so I can go through and I can just see all the stories that I want to see and then I can just be done and I can get off. So don't get caught scrolling. I think that can be really, really damaging. And um, it also, I kind of mentioned this earlier, but for me, it makes me super, super anxious. Sometimes I can't pinpoint why it's making me anxious, but if I just find myself scrolling for 20, 30 minutes, I can get really, really agitated and really, really anxious. Um, If my kids come up to me and I've been scrolling and because I've been caught in that, then I can find myself just like frustrated. Like, what do you need? What do you want? (laughs) That's not okay. I don't want to remember my life scrolling on my phone. I also don't want my kids to remember seeing me scrolling on my phone. So I also am trying to be really, really aware of when I am on my phone and if my kids are around. I was talking to another friend and she said that she's been doing the same thing with her kids, like being really, really conscious of when she has her phone out. And she's really been trying not to touch her phone at all during the day unless she needs to like make a specific phone call. And she'll put her phone away and she, she'll try not to touch it at all. But if she does need to like get on the internet or do something like pay bills or something like that, instead of just doing it on her phone, which is what she used to do, she'll actually sit down at the computer and she'll do it all on the computer. And because then there's like a difference between a handheld phone and the computer. And then her kids can see on the screen, oh, mom's just paying bills or whatever. And um, so she's been trying to do that. So I thought that was really good advice. And I think it would also help. Um, to not have the scrolling issue (laughs) that I think comes up. The last thing is my friend Kim said this quote on the postpartum anxiety and depression interview that I did with her. Um, This was back in episode seven. Um, And she said, comparison is the thief of joy. That's by Theodore Roosevelt. And that's just been sticking with me ever since she said that in the episode. I know I've heard that quote before, but for some reason, like when she said that, then it just has been sticking with me. And I think that that can really apply to social media use as well. I mean, obviously, social media is a huge place to compare and to kind of see what others have that you don't or the kind of mom that somebody else is that maybe you think you aren't or the house that they live in that you don't or oh how come her house is so clean and mine is so messy or whatever it is um there's so much on social media that I think can be very damaging and if you're constantly comparing then it will rob your joy it will be the thief of your joy um so some Things that I have tried that have really helped are to set a timer, only be on social media for a short period of time. I also try every single day to do daily gratitude, to remember what I am blessed with and what I have in my life that that I can be just incre- incredibly grateful for. And, um, and then I also try not to scroll, like I've already said. Try not to scroll. Try not to get those emotions come up that sometimes I can't even explain why they're there. And... 
I think it's also really important to remember that what we are seeing, this again goes back to the highlight reel, which is is not really a phrase that I really like to use when it comes to social media, because I think social media is great. I think it has really good purposes. But just to remember that people are choosing what they share on social media. So yeah, maybe somebody is only sharing good things. I think that's totally fine. I know a lot of people disagree. I think it's fine. If it's their highlight reel, that's great. (laughs) I think it's fine. They are just sharing their little piece of happiness on the internet. And I think that the internet can use a little bit of happiness because sometimes it can be a depressing place, especially social media. And so I think that that's fine. If If that person is choosing to share only the good things, that's great. And so just to remember that people are people are only sharing what you want to see. You're seeing like a one hundredth of their life. Like even if it is somebody who maybe is on their stories a lot. I know I'm on my stories a lot. I really like being on my stories. I think it's fun. It makes the part of being a mom at home a little bit less um, tiring <laughs> just to, to be talking to little humans all day and running errands and doing all the things. So I think my stories are like a really fun, creative place for me to be. And um, so I think even if it is somebody who's on their stories a lot and you feel like you're like seeing a lot of their life, you're really not. You're, I mean, it's easy to have like 10 stories, 10 story slides, or what do they call them? I don't, you know, 10 stories like during the day. Maybe you feel like you've been following that person around all day, but real in reality, you haven't. You haven't seen what's hiding behind the other wall that, <laughs> that she's not in the room. Um, you can't see the mess that maybe is in there. You can't see the kid throwing a fit outside or punching his brother in the face in the backyard <laughs> or whatever. Like you can't see that. And so just to remember that you can't compare. You can't compare. People are only sharing what they want to on social media. And um, so that you just need to look at your life and look at what you have and be grateful for it. And I think that that is um, probably the best thing to remember when you're um, using social media and to try and be confident with your social media use. So I hope some of these tips were useful for you. Um, This is stuff that I have ever since starting my unique business three years ago when I started being more active on social media. I've gone through this cycle like the past three years of um, trying to find like a happy medium for me since it is definitely a social media business. uh, I have tried to find like what is my relationship with social media and how can I make it a healthy one and still live a happy and healthy life. So I hope these tips can come useful for you as you're staying confident with your social media use. And thank you for listening. If you love what you've heard so far, I would love it if you would leave me your review. I love my reviews. I read every single one of them. I need to actually catch up. It's been about a week since I went and looked. But every time I check, there's new ones, and it makes me so happy. Thank you so much for leaving a review. It really does mean a lot to me. And I have some fun things in store. I am excited for the rest of this month. Tune in next week. We're going to have another episode. Um, We're going to keep going on this social media theme. And I'm going to share some of my favorite inspiring Instagram accounts. I think I'm going to do a little story on my Instagram too and have you guys share your own. So then maybe I can share those with you. And it's fun to fill my Instagram feed with people who are putting uplifting content out there because there can be so much negative. Thank you for listening. Stay confidently beautiful. And I will talk to you next Monday. Thanks for listening. Connect with me on Instagram at Confidently Beautiful Podcast and share this episode with someone in your life who could use a little reminder of just how amazing they already are. Stay confidently beautiful.